It's Spooky Saturday. Saturday is my favorite day of the week. You have toiled, suffered, struggled all week long, and now you're here to get the chills, thrills, and everything in between, from pop culture cryptids to history. I'm your local ghost host with the most, Devin Ray. Now, let's get spooky, shall we? It's Spooky Saturday! It's fucking Sunday. All <laughs> oh, right, it's fucking Sunday. <laughs> Once again, uh, hi, hey, hello, it's me, Devin Ray, your ghost host of the most, bringing you the chills and thrills every single weekend, I guess, um, is what we're going to say. Uh, apologies about the lateness of this episode. We really just wanted to make it absolutely perfect perfect <laughs> no other reason uh that voice you hear is not the dulcet tones of mickey altieri or billy loomis or Stu mocker or richie kirsch i don't remember his last name it's scott keel how you doing scott keel i'm good you're good i'm good good <laughs> Um, yeah, we've t- we're taking a break. We're taking a tipsy-topsy break from <laughs> the Kitwaku. It is tipsy-topsy. Um, to talk about, uh, to do an episode in a sub-genre of Spooky Saturday called New Releases in Horror and More. Ooh. And this, this, this episode is all about... Scream. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I've been fired. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your Pack your Sunday. things and go! Uh, Scream 6. Scream 6. Scream 6, it just came out. <clears throat> so exciting. So, um, so exciting. So just before we start talking about anything in this episode, uh, there we're going to spoil the movie. Yes, spoiler alert. Now, this doesn't matter so much for movies that were made in the 80s or the 60s. But this movie came out two days ago. Yep. So if you if you don't want spoilers, don't listen to this episode. Or if you don't care, you come along with us. Woo! We're taking a trip to the Big Apple for Scream Six. Um, <laughs> so before we talk about Scream Six, Scott, do you want to talk about your experience with the Scream franchise? Yeah. Fun fact: I've seen two Scream movies. Now three. I, now three, which, including this one, three. I've seen the first Scream, and then I saw Scream 5. Did you see Scream, the first Scream, like around when it came out? No. Or, no. No. Recently. A year ago? Was it, uh, was it me? Yeah. Did I do it? I think so. I cursed you with this. I might have seen it when I was younger, but I don't have any significant memory of it. My experience with Scream prior to watching Scream because of Devin was probably Scary Movie. Which is hilarious because I saw Scary Movie having never seen Scream. So you didn't understand most of... Well, you you understood, but you didn't get the reference of most well, of... Ironically, it's sort of like the Kitwaku where <laughs> if you... Take it to the extreme, like I had never, I didn't see Evil Dead right. before I saw Cabin in the Woods. Right. This is your thing. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm doing it. Did you know? Here's your first fun scream fact. Did you know that the original screenplay for Scream, the original screenplay, screenplay, 
was scary movie. It was the title. It was scary movie. I, I did. I think you told me that. I did. Okay. I have also. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. I have to burst your bubble. I also have talked about this franchise on a different podcast, which mm-hmm. is. No longer active, but you can go back and listen to it. It's in another world with Zachary Landholt, where it's very I entertaining. talked about every other scream movie. I think I missed the third scream movie. Yeah, he had a different guest for that one. So, I mean, don't listen to that episode then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to hear me talk about Scream one, two, three, four, no, one, two, four, and five, that is where you can do that. Yep. Um, but here we are. Here we are. Scream six. So. Also, before we talk about the movie itself, and this is why I said spoilers at the beginning, because I want Scott to tell you his experience. Oh, my God. Of watching this movie with me. Boys and girls, ladies and germs, folks of all. Uh, Devin Ray. I don't. Either the screen movies just are basic, but after watching a few of them. We've discovered they are actually very intricate, but Devin called. <laughs> I, I, I feel like Ron Swanson when ordering bacon and eggs at that diner where it's like, I want you to bring me all the bacon and eggs you have. And the guy walks away. And he's like, no, no, no. I don't think you understand me. I want you to bring me all of the bags, the bags, the, bags, the eggs, all of the bags, all of the eggs and bacon that you have. Devin Ray called pretty much every single aspect of this movie so let me just give you a quick rundown spoilers are are now um, imminent uh, it is the time it is spoiler o'clock headed to the theater and Devin goes yeah so here's i was like what's what's on your mind she's like so i'm just thinking i was like what are you thinking about it? she's like well okay so the screen movies sort of work in a formulaic way so i i have predictions we're in the requels, which means Scream 5 was Scream 1, mm-hmm. which means Scream 6 will be Scream 2, but it's a requel, so everything is elevated. Scream 2 was considered to be the goriest, so this one's going to be extra gory. I think there's going to be three killers instead of the normal two and sometimes one. Courtney Cox is going to die. One of the killers is going to be a cop. Because we're in Manhattan. Because we're in Manhattan. And uh, there will be a red herring that will be Jenna Ortega or the girl who plays Sam. Mm-hmm. Where everybody thinks that even maybe the audience thinks that it's her. Mm-hmm. And I shit you not, folks. And the one more thing. Oh, and the, and the blue plaid. The blue plaid, which is a thing that I... Even having watched a few YouTube videos on how to identify the killers in the Scream movies, no one has talked about this that I've seen. Every Scream killer in every movie. Most Scream killers. Most Scream killers. At at least one per movie. Wears wears blue blue plaid. So... Just real quick to sort of get, and and not to mention the fact that it gets even better than that because so those were the before we headed into the theaters predictions. Mm-hmm. The movie starts, and there's the typical opening scene thing, but then we get introduced to you're getting introduced to your characters, 
and the slutty roommate appears and Devin goes, killer. Like three seconds of screen time, this woman is here. And Devin just goes, that's one of the killers. <laughs> and then like a few minutes later, they're at a party and this dude, they're wearing costumes. You can't even see their faces. <laughs> and this dude gets introduced and she goes, killer. That's one of the killers. And I was like, okay, so that's two. Uh, and then a little while later, after some deaths have happened, wouldn't you know it, there's a cop wearing a fucking blue plaid tie. <laughs> and Devin just looks at me and just holds up three fingers. <laughs> so, oh. Oh my I mean, God. just just across the board, called every little thing it was a very entertaining experience i have always felt uh, and one of the reasons i do love this franchise is it feels like it's a franchise for my people um although with scream 5 i definitely felt a little bit more directly attacked and less like homage like yes randy um from the first two scream movies um jamie kennedy okay um, he knows the rules. He's the person that gives the, the big speech, right? The, like iconic, like these are your yeah. rules. Don't have sex. Don't, don't go anywhere don't do alone. Don't, don't go, say I'll, I'll be, be back. back. Yeah. Um, that was more of a, like a little lo- tiny love letter. It's like, oh, he's kind of a nerd, but you know, you want, you don't want him to die. Yeah. Um, everyone in scream five kind of had that, like, like Jenna Ortega, when she, she's the opening scene in scream five, right? Yep. She gets the call. Yep. She broke that mold cause she survives. Um, but she's on the phone and she like Googles the, the cast list for stab and she could talk about who the killer is in this. And then she's like, I don't care. I like elevated horror. I like the Babadook. I like the witch. Like, and I was just like, get out, <laughs> get out of my brain, get out of my brain. And there's the, the Randy's nep- niece and nephew, the twins, Mindy and Chad, Mindy and Chad, um, are well, Mindy specifically is, is a horror she I, i've been like oh my god do you t- talk like me but like in a movie and it's upsetting yeah um and not in the cool way of that like ooh, she's just like me it's a okay and Devin hasn't even gotten to the opening the cold open for scream six which is a assistant film professor played by samara wiley i don't remember her last name samara uh, she was the lead in hide and seek ready or not ready or not which should have been called Hide and Seek. Which the directors for this Scream 6 were the directors for Ready or Not. That makes so much sense. So she, yeah, she plays a a professor. Let me pull out my notes because I don't have replay value like on streaming. I took notes. Um, Laura <laughs> Crane. Yeah. Who, um, I'm not going to give away too much, but Laura Crane, her surname, is the, also the surname of... Uh, the protagonist in Psycho, Marion Crane. Oh. Um, which is interesting because... Oh, Sorry, that was me. The the first killer in the Scream franchise, Billy Billy Loomis, mm-hmm. um, is also Sam Sam Loomis's, the her boyfriend in Psycho. So it's a, okay. it's a nice little homage. Nod. Um, and yeah, we see, we see this professor. She talks, she's like, has a Tinder date and... Is the stupidest woman. I'm like, I, this is how I know this was not written by a woman because she is on the phone. And for a second, it kind of sounds like kind of charming, realistic. Like, oh, I'm kind of lost. I don't know where I am. I just moved to the city. And it's like, okay, you're in New York. I could, there's yeah. restaurants everywhere. I can see that. But then it's that like, walk into that alley. And I was like, 
What no. are you doing? Why would you? Why would you do that? And yes, she walks into the alley. She gets killed by her yeah, student. It's, it's actually the only thing Devin got wrong. It is. Because Devin, it was so dumb, in fact, that Devin was like, we're watching Stab. It's a, it's Stab. It's another Stab movie. We thought it was a movie within a movie. Like, it's Stab. So, and then they were going to cut away and we, someone was going to be watching this yeah because that's the that's the cold open from scream four is they're watching a bunch of stab intro cold cold opens um and nope it's not it's just stupid um (laughs) and she's killed by her student jason who is then immediately killed well he goes back to his apartment yeah and, and then the actual cold open starts yeah basically (laughs) it's like oh it's just a just a warm-up um Oh, that's the twist is there's two what he runs into Tara on the way Jenna Ortega on the way to her, she's on her way to a frat party um but he's like oh I'll see you there whatever goes back to his place he starts watching watching Jason takes Manhattan um <laughs> because of course they're in Manhattan so he goes face takes Manhattan and here's this is one of the only issues I have with the scream franchise being that I am a horror lover, is they turn so many of us into murderers. Yes. Okay. And while, okay, so while he's in the apartment, he's talking to his roommate who's using the ghost face uh, voice modulator, and he's watching Jason Takes Manhattan, and he's like, sorry, I had to kill her, his professor, because she gave me a C plus on Giallo, uh, my Giallo paper, which is the Italian pulp film movement, um, like Suspiria. Okay. Which later in the movie they talk about, oh, he's that weird guy that's really into Argento. So that's thoughtful writing. Um, (laughs) And he has a roommate, Greg, that they're planning to kill Tara and Sam. Yep. Um, But then someone showed up and... But then they cut... Greg is cut up in the fridge. Greg's in the fridge. um, Which is a nod to Friday the 13th Part 2, where the uh, survivor of Friday the 13th is moved to Manhattan, and she is in her apartment. She opens up her fridge, and Mrs. Voorhees' head is in her freezer, and then Jason kills her with an ice pick through her face. Is that Jason Takes Manhattan? No, that's that's Friday the 13th Part 2. What's Jason Takes Manhattan? Jason Takes Manhattan is... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's when okay so jason like hitches a ride on this boat um and ends up in manhattan and uh-huh. they they he basically chases these people through this girl gets like uh uh injected with drugs and almost raped and the cops don't help but like the movie ends because they're in this like sewers they have a subway chase scene too um and <laughs> They end up in the sewers and they and they they're talking about how every Sunday or like once a week they flush out the sewers with toxic waste. Gross. And so this wave of toxic waste hits Jason and turns him back into like a baby. Sure. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It's Jason takes Manhattan. Cool. And I think and that's the prelude to Jason goes to hell or uh, the, or maybe it's final chapter, which is a. Pre- I don't care. It doesn't matter. Friday the 13th <laughs> is not my favorite thing. We're talking about. The Scream franchise. We are. So, um, yeah. And and then both of the both of these fuckheads, one of them is playing the, the one of them is the actor that plays the new Flash Thompson in yes. the Spider-Man movies. Yes. 
We don't meet the other guy. He's just dead. He's just Greg dead is in dead. the fridge. Greg is dead in the fridge. Yeah. Um, and the Scream Killer is wearing this old, kind of gnarly, faded-looking mask. Here's my issue with this. Yeah. These They say in the first Scream movie that the Father Death costume, which is what the Ghost Face costume is, is sold at every five-and-dime store in across the country. It's like yeah. a really cheap costume that you can buy. Totally. Which means that they are cheaply made. Do you own anything cheaply made from the 90s? No, because it fell apart. <laughs> and it certainly doesn't look like beautifully antiqued like these do. No, like, it doesn't look like it aged well. Like, they would be cracked and gross. Yeah. Not like, it's like perfectly faded, like hand painted. It looks really good. It looks like it's a porcelain mask that has been kept for 300 years. But if someone were preserving it and taking good care of it. They were in police storage. Oh, yeah. Do you think? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, anyway. Um. Also, before we go on. Yeah. <clears throat> the thing about this is, okay. The Scream universe is, I think, one of the worst places to live. <laughs> because this was a serial killer. Let's just start first movie. We'll just talk about the first movie. First movie happened. Uh-huh. Where Billy Loomis and Stu Mocker kill five or six of their friends violently mm -hmm. and then there's a book that gets written about it and then a movie that gets and then a movie that's made the next year if not greenlit six months after yeah and in this movie they sell promotional masks knives yep they create a whole different way of filming things by the way the stab movie the first stab movie is directed by robert rodriguez starring heather graham um amazing just so, just so we know. Also starring Luke Wilson and Tori Spelling. Um, but amazing. <laughs> this is why I, w I would love to watch the Stab movies. The Stab series. Um, but regardless, but they keep making these movies, and people keep dying. Yep. The, not to say that this is alien like in they, our universe, but like it's they, they. So they to clarify, they make the movies. People then watch the movies, kill people because of what they see in the movies, and then they make a movie based on the new string of killings attached to the people who have killed people based on the first movie. And this cycle just keeps... Repeating. Repeating itself. Which I don't know where it goes, <clears throat> because there are eight stab movies, and there are only now six scream movies. Right. But, um, still horrible fucked up it's like if they had made um and i'm not trying to be disrespectful in any way but if they had made a columbine movie six months after the columbine shooting yeah and then kids saw that and shot up a school and then they then they made another made like another columbine two. two based on the next shooting yeah horrible yeah it's very distasteful very anyway that's just my gripe with the universe gonna let that go anyway yeah. so um yeah tara Jenna Ortega has gone to this frat party where she meets just a standard bad dude. Yep. Um, but while she's there... Date rape Frankie. Date rape Frankie. <laughs> date rape Frankie. That's what they call him. That's what they call him. <laughs> that's what they call him. Um, they... They... Sam is in a therapy appointment with apparently the, like... Worst therapist? Worst therapist. Dr. Stone... Yeah, this guy, he, like, asks her for details, and then she's basically like, yeah, I did kill this guy. You know, I, I, I'm 
I'm this person. I was from that town where the scream, where the stab things happened. I killed Richie. Right, like, how did you deal with it? It was like, I, I stabbed him 22 times and I slit his throat. And I was just like, ugh. And she's like, and the weird thing is, part of me liked it. And he's like, I have to And then he's police. like, well, I have to report this to the police now. We're done. We can't talk anymore. And it's like, that's not how that He's the worst works. therapist. He also has, like, a series of um, horror figurines, one of which is Wednesday Adams, um, <laughs> on his desk behind... Uh, but it's he's and just like the way that he went about getting the information out of her was very pushy and like a, a th- if a therapist is looking at you and going I can't help you unless you give me details red flag yeah um <laughs> like red flag and i guess that was supposed to be the first kind of red herrings you're supposed to be suspicious of this of the therapist. therapist yeah um uh, because he does have horror figurines and is kind of weird about her her, but she also uh, uh, divulges, discloses that um, there's like Reddit conspiracy theories that she, she was the killer the whole time yeah. and that Richie was innocent um, and that she's struggling with that. Yep. So then she goes home to slutty roommate Quinn killer um, and it's like, where the fuck is Tara? And she's like, I'm sorry. She's at a party. She's at a party. I'm sorry. I couldn't stop her. And, and we get, we get, we also meet cute, cute boy across the hall. Cute boy across the hall. Who we later find out Sam is sleeping with. Yes. And that they have like a thing, but Sam's not ready to be like emotionally. Guess who didn't need to be in this movie? Cute boy across cute the hall. Cute boy across the hall. At all. At all. He could have not existed. Just not at all. Yeah. But he's there because if there's one thing that screen movies will do is pack their fucking plot. Yeah. And, and and I think part of the point of that is just to have as many viable candidates for serial killer as possible. Yeah, but if you're doing it right, you don't need that many fucking people. Yeah, but I think they just like to. I think, I think they it's, just just, like it's the, the way that the story fucking just works. Just oversaturate with potential killers. Everyone is a suspect. That's yeah. A, that's a pretty standard screen yeah, ideology. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah... Tara almost gets taken advantage of at this party where she, okay, she says that she wants to pledge Omega Beta Zeta, Omega, Omega Beta Zeta which is also the uh, sorority that Cece, a.k.a. Sarah Michelle Geller, was a part of in Scream 2. Oh. Um, and Date Rape Frankie is a part of the other uh, OK, OK, K, whatever, Omega Kappa Kappa or something that Sydney's boyfriend was a part of okay. in Scream 2. In Scream 2. Which apparently there's only two fraternities. Fraternities or sororities in the whole world and that's it's those that's two. The, it's those two. Um and <laughs> <laughs> so Tara almost gets like dragged upstairs by this guy cuz he's like I've got fireball upstairs and I was like Tara <laughs> No, ball. but Sam shows up, tases him in the balls, and says, "I'm going to tase I'm you." I'm going to tase you in the balls now. And she, and she does, and everybody's like, "What the fuck? That's that murderer girl!" And I'm like, "And nobody stopped the rapist." <laughs> it's 2023. Yeah, yeah. Like I think now I haven't been to a college party in a very long time because I'm old. But like, <laughs> I would think, I would think. Some sensibilities might have changed a little. I mean, granted, uh, it wasn't like he was dragging her up the stairs until the until end. the very end. Yeah, but you have female friends. 
that if you saw them inebriated and walking away with some guy that you don't fucking know, you might be like, oh, yeah. Hey, buddy. Be like, hey, where are you guys going? Which is what Chad did. It is what Chad did. He was like, hey, she's good down here. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe let's maybe let's let's stay downstairs. Mm -hmm. Just going to throw that out there. Granted. We learned Chad might have had some ulterior, ulterior motives. Ulterior motives. In he, that he, he wanted got, to have sex with he her. Got not little, he, he got a little crush. He didn't want to kill her. He got a little um, crush. So, while they're at this scenario. The party. The party. Um, yeah, it, almost fights, whatever. They basically all run out after Sam tases his date rape Frankie in the balls. Because Tara's like, oh my god, you're so embarrassing, you're not my mom. Yeah. She doesn't say that, but it's the sentiment. And, and then Sam gets a th- drink thrown at her. Sam, well, yeah, they're walking back. Sam gets some kind of drink thrown at her, which I thought was just, maybe that's because I've been pre- binge-watching Succession, is I thought it was just like a cup of piss. Like, I was just Turns like, out it was diet something. Diet cherry coke. Diet cherry um, coke, even though it was not brown. Not brown. <sighs> They didn't want to stain the shirt. The white shirt. Um, And it's just this girl who's just like walked up to her and they're uh, all of her friends were filming. And she's like, you're a killer. And Sam's like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's so a totally normal a reaction, yeah. I think. To But when you take it out of context, it makes. She looks insane. They use it later to make Sam look like a, a violent, crazy person. Yeah. Um, And they get back to the apartment and they're, you know, Tara's basically like, this is my life to live. Fuck off. Yeah. I get to make my own decisions. But before any, like, resolution can be made between sisters, oh, no, there's been a murder. Yep. And they're like, oh, it's those two fucking guys. There's been a murder in a, Savannah. A, a murder. <laughs> you talk like sweet molasses spilling out, out of your, your mouth. mouth. Okay. Um, <laughs> when they they get a call um, from Detective Bailey yep. that Sam's ID was Has found, found at the murder scene. Mm-hmm. And a scream mask. And and the scream mask of of was it Richie and? It's the most recent one. Sam, yes the the ghost mask, the ghost mask, the, the ghost, ghost face. face mask of Richie and Amber were both found at the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so while they're going to the police station, because Sam's like. Well, who the fuck stole it from me? Because obviously I wasn't there. Like, yeah, they get a call. Sam gets a call on her phone from Richie, Richie. who is dis- who's diseased, deceased, deceased. And then he's like, hello, Sam. Yeah. In the you want to play a game? <laughs> it's not. It's what he says. <laughs> it's what he says. Because there was a lot of Saw. In there was the, a I lot was like, of Saw references. Why Why this? Because Saw is also a franchise and now they're now firmly in franchise territory. Yeah. Um, and Scream loves to pick at, poke other franchises. They certainly do. But while they're on their way, Tara kind of gets stabbed. Kind of gets stabbed. I, I don't know if any of this is valid. I think Tara is like got like her... Plus 50 armor on or some shit because she, she takes stabs like... Like a champ. She's like, dude, uh, and ow, runs. Ow. Hey. Also, ow. Also, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. we were watching Scream 5 and you said, and maybe I'm mixing up my movies so you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you said, I don't think that that's... Oh, no. It was... 
it was when we were watching it chapter three <laughs> because michael myers doesn't use guns uh-huh um, so so the, the the reason i bring this up is they're in the they're being chased by Ghostface after getting stabbed after sam get after tara gets stabbed and they run into a gas station and the gas station owner after Ghostface just straight up massacres two people yeah the gas station owner pulls out a shoddy mm-hmm. and fires off at him and he gets away and then comes back and stabs gas station owner and gets his gun from him and then shoots him in the face with it i had this moment of does that happen it does happen there are rules so the rule has been up until this point that ghostface will not use a gun unless until he's being they are being unmasked once the mask has come off and you know who they are they use guns all the time okay um but they did shoot dewey didn't they? No, they stabbed Dewey. Oh. They, like, gutted him. Right. They gutted him. He had a gun. He had a gun. But this ghost face, without he being said, unmasked, what, he's like shoddy, walked baby. around with a shotgun, firing off rounds. Pow, 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 we call pow, them shells. Call them shells. <laughs> um, yeah, and and so they, he, they, Ghostface gets away. Yeah. Um, Cops show up, and there's another mask. There's, from another previous yeah. scream case, it's and the, it's only Tara and Sam there with all of these dead bodies in this gas station. Right. It looks sus, very sus. But they're in the police station, and they're like, "What is your fucking alibi?" And Sam was like, "I was at my therapist." And Tara's like, "Tara's like, I was, I was at, at a party. party." And then Sam was like, "And then I was also at that party where and I tased a guy in the balls." Not related. Not re- <laughs> Not related. Um, and then, uh. Doesn't the detective uh, killer man show her the video of her getting... Yeah, and he's like, was it before or after this? Right. And she's like, not my issue. But before he can go on any further, surprise, FBI. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have the return of... Kirby! Hayden Penetieri. But you you have no idea. It means nothing to it me. It means nothing to you. That was another thing I said before the movie. I was like, yeah. Hayden Panettiere will show up and it'll be a big deal, but you won't know why. Yeah. Um, she's in one of the previous movies apparently and so she died. She but almost, she didn't die. She didn't die. She was stabbed. Haha. <laughs> stabbed. Um, <laughs> by the guy that she was crushing on. She was best friends with the other killer, Jill. Yeah. Um, Jill and Charlie. I don't remember much of Scream 4. I don't really like it, but uh yeah. People have been wanting her to come back um, since Scream 4. Yeah. Um, and she looks great. She disappeared. She, like, let go of her agent after that for some reason. She had a kid, but we yeah. don't. There's not. It's not. I'm not. Pl- I'm not prying into Hayden Pintier's life. Yeah. But the directors were like, can you. Do you know her? Can we call her? Can we call her and get her back? And they did. And she was like, okay. Yeah, sure. Um, so she's back. She is wearing a wig in her first scene. I think maybe she either it was a reshoot or something because it, it bothered me. <laughs> um, but whatever. Um, but she works for the FBI now and she's, she, yeah. she tracks. She has a special interesting special interesting ghost based related killings. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I'm taking this case from you. Oh, big, big deal that we haven't talked about yet. This movie takes place around Halloween. Oh, right. This movie does take place, but it and feels like Halloween happens eight different like times. It feels like Halloween is a week long in New York City. I mean, Halloween's a week long for me. Halloween is every day for me. But Right, but it's like everybody seems to be dressed up 
like every night. Yeah. Um, but because of this, these killings and Sam being in New York and it being this whole big story, ghost face mask sales for Halloween have skyrocketed. Yeah. And that's going to become important later. But I thought I would just. It's just like, that's another thing. It's just so fucked up. Yeah. That's anyway. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Worst timeline. Darkest timeline. Darkest timeline. Um, then, then, uh, then Gail shows yeah, up. Yeah, I was going to say, then then Gail shows up and gets punched in the face by Tara after Sam fails. It's great. It is It is a nice little, oh, oh. Uh, nope, just kidding. She is getting punched in the face. Also, also, just every, so <laughs> all of the deaths in this movie are... They, they, I don't know where you're going, so I can't. Help they're you. gonna make your butthole clench. Like, <laughs> it just like they're so graphic. Well, and I, brutal. Once I put it together that the directors were the same directors for Ready or Not, it made every death make sense because they have all that like putting your hand. Do you remember in Ready or Not when she's climbing out of that goat pit and she yeah. like stabs her hand through a yeah. nail? It's it's a lot of that. Like, <laughs> well, like okay, so in the gas station. The the first two people that get stabbed, it's not like, it's not like that he like stabs them and they fall down dead. He like goes full that chick in Die Hard with a vengeance on these guys with the knives, where where it's just like stab 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 stab, stab and the knife is like going in and out very very fast and hitting so many different parts of the body, and then like they stab people like in the ear through the nose, in their eyeball. They, like. it, it does work like how a really sharp knife would, and I think that's what's jarring, is that we're used to... Knives not really being that deadly. Well, also, I mean, there's something about when you put on the ghost face mask that you have this serial killer strength. Yeah. Um, because there is suction. Like, when you when you stab a body, it's, there's suction that makes it difficult to, to pull, pull it back, back out. out. Um, pressure. There's pressure. Yeah. Um, but they're just like, Oh man. Pop, 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 pop. It's so, it's, it's a lot. So just. So yeah. So speaking of stabbed in the nose, then we see Dr. Stone, the therapist, the bad therapist die. Get stabbed through the nose. He's watching. Here's, I think he's watching Carnival of Souls. Get out of here. You're all doomed. Which I don't know exactly why they would pick Carnival of Souls other than it's old. And it's saying that this man is old. And the the first part of that plot of that movie involves a woman being traumatized and struggling to uh, acclimate to new surroundings. Mm. That's the only thing I could. I was like, if it is Carnival of Souls, it might not be. But it really looked like Carnival of Souls. Um, that's the only reason I could see that. Another joy of watching this movie with Devin. <laughs> I don't know why, but they leave the Roman Bridger's mask there. Uh-huh. And the go- that ghost face steals ter- or Sarah, Sa- Sam, 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 steals Sam's file. Yes. Um, and then immediately killer cop is like, oh, you think she killed him? And Kirby's like, unstole her alibi? From the play, no, I don't why think that she... Sam did that. That doesn't make any sense. You fucking He's like, idiot. Well, maybe that's exactly why she did it. And and then he says something after Kirby leaves, where he's just like, "I need to get her off this case" or some shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Um. And then okay, so then they're 
in the their apartment. That, the core four. The core four. The core four. And they're having a nice little spaghetti dinner. Like, yeah, it's just having a good time. And they're like, you know what? They're be- getting personal. And they're like, yeah, we've, we've gone through some shit, but we're all here for each other. Yep. It's going to be okay. Like, we're all going to stay. Mindy, Chad, Tara, and Sam are like, we're all going to stay here. And Mindy has a girlfriend, Annika. Yeah. Um, before this, they have a little. <laughs> they have this like little meeting where they go through the rules of being in this situation. In a franchise. Yeah. Franchise rules. Franchise rules. Which is funny that they did this because they do play by franchise rules. Because later in the apartment scene that we were just talking about, you hear Quinn, slutty roommate, sex positive. She says sex positive. We'll say sex positive. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with her uh, having tons of sex. But. Um, we hear her dying, but we don't see we her don't dying. See it. And if you want to apply that to a franchise that you might have a little bit more accessibility to, in Marvel, if you don't see somebody die, they ain't dead. They're not dead. Nope. Um, they might not even be dead if you saw them die. Nope. Now they have multiple. Now universes. there's a multiverse, so no one ever dies because, you know. And I'm just gonna take us on a quick little tangent here. Uh, the thing about having a multiverse where you're calling it an infinite multiverse. There's literally no situation where someone can't come back because that is one of the infinite options because there are literally infinite options. Right. Anyway. Anyway. Back to Scream back 6. Back to Scream 6. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like legacy characters are on the block like this. And she names a couple characters from franchises like the big names. It's like Luke Skywalker and all of these people that die and don't come back. But like. All of the people she named they, come back. They come back in some way or in other. In some way. Like, yes. It's so great. Luke Skywalker does die yeah. in Star Wars. Yeah. But he definitely comes back as a Force ghost. Yep. And, like, in visions and shit. It's like, okay, so don't... You, you're not going to have Dewey come back as a Force ghost. Right. Um, And also, before we go any further, I would like to address the huge elephant in the room with this movie there's no nev campbell there's no nev campbell because they refused to pay her what she was worth yeah and before this movie started i had the theory and the hope and the pray and the wish that the killer would be Stu mocker because he died quote unquote died via tv and not uh any other thing and yeah. so we have is unconfirmed but um i had hoped that Scream 6 would be the return of Stu Mocker. What a brilliant way to... Maybe it's Scream 7, though. If they pay... He said... Matthew Lillard has said he will not come back to the franchise unless Nev Campbell is also... Fuck yeah, dude. Solidarity. He's Hell like, yeah. pay that woman what she is worth. And I'll come back. And I'll come back. Good man. I mean, that's kind of a spoiler, though. If you see Nev Campbell in Scream 7, you're... He's in it. You know who the killer's gonna be? No, maybe he reformed now he's a doctor or some shit. Like, I don't... <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a killer, man. <laughs> I can feel woozy over here. Um, yeah. So um, then, yeah, they the ghost face attacks in the apartment where they're having the nice spaghetti dinner. And cute boy across the hall sees it. And is just like, ah, no. Sam, ghost face. Um, and this is the only person that has been killed by ghost face that was not killed by a knife or gun. Yeah. It's Annika, Mindy's girlfriend. But to be fair, she would have died anyway. Oh, she was definitely... This dude, so Ghostface, stabs her in the stomach 
and then like drags the knife up her abdomen, opening her up from like belly button to sternum. Mm -hmm. Like it is incredible that she's still functioning. If this was a Saw movie, so they have to use a ladder that Cute Boy across the hall keeps in his house. Yeah, that he stretches across the apartment complex from his apartment to their apartment and they have to like walk across across this ladder that's like stretching you know 15 feet over like and they're like 60 feet off the ground and if this was a saw movie her intestines would have spilled out across the ladder and gotten caught and that's why she would have been like hanging and swinging from the ladder when the police showed up yes but that's not what happened because it's a boring boo But everybody gets out except for Annika. Boo, sad Annika. And, well, and they they do they do her dirty, man. She falls off that ladder and smashes her face on the dumpster. Mm-hmm. It's I hate to laugh, but like you, it's like almost like when you're watching it, it's like the only reaction you can have sometimes because it's just so much. It just feels so stupid to me. Yeah. It's like when Tatum in the first Scream movie tries to escape via dog door. And then the garage door lifts her up off the ground and like breaks and she, her. And she won't crawl out under. Yeah. Her. It's like. Yeah. Girl. Girl. <laughs> um, so yeah, Annika dies and supposedly, quote unquote, Quinn is dead. Yeah. Um, and they're all like outside the apartment. Um, getting their medical attention. Tara's apparently fine and can just walk off her shit. Mindy is fine and can yeah, walk off her shit. Sam got, like, everybody got, like, stabbed in some way during that altercation with the exception of... Nope, Sam got stabbed, too. She got her in the arm. I don't think Tara got stabbed, stabbed. Yeah, but she got stabbed, like, she a day before. She did get stabbed earlier. Yeah, she got stabbed the day before. But she's fine. She's fine. Um, And then Killer Cop guy has his actor oscar moment walking out yeah uh, <laughs> like my daughter he killed my, i lost both my kids i think i think he says like i will get revenge for my child or something yeah. really aggressively there's also, at sam yeah and there's also so many like there are so many unintentional references to him being the killer yeah like referencing the the victims of cases he's investigating as his victims like we're yeah. going to look at your victims, like, and they 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 say your, like, it's it's emphasized, like, so it's it's definitely hinted at a lot. Which is, I mean, there's a beautiful thing in that uh, it's not quite an elegant twist like other movies that you're like, oh my god, I didn't see it the whole time. Yeah. Um, but when you rewatch things like Scream Six or something, you go, oh, look yeah. at all of these little Easter eggs. I just had an advantage because Devin had called it out before the movie started. Is that a blue plaid tie no i think i said would you say that tie is blue plaid um (laughs) i don't really talk during movies but i felt like that was a it was appropriate it was appropriate um so then gail is like hey i'm the best journalist in the world and takes them to this abandoned cinema that she found that was under jason carvey's name and they walk into the Biggest Easter egg room of Easter egg it's rooms. It's just a scream museum. It is a scream museum. It's got it's Billy Loomis's shirt. Museum. It has the rope that tied up Casey Becker. Everybody's knife. Everybody's ghost face costume. It's got costume. Stumacher's robe. Stumacher's sexy robe. 
Uh, the TV that killed Stu. The TV ki- killed, kills. quote unquote, killed Stu Mock. Allegedly. It's got Billy Loomis's knife that he used. It's got everybody's everything. Yeah. And a bunch of drawings. And I think at one and point. And they have some stuff that's like relatively new. Yeah. Like they had Dewey. Some of Dewey's stuff was in there. Yeah. And yeah, it's. When you think about what it actually is, it's really sad. Yeah. <laughs> and gross and weird. And gross and weird and dark. And um, they're all kind of like. Okay, well, this is this is fucking terrible. Uh, but we get the return of CGI Skeet Ulrich. Yep. I don't know. Skeet, Skeet Ulrich. Skeet. Just say Skeet. Yeah. We get the return of CGI Skeet, de-aged, being like, hey, Sam, let's kill the people. The killer is inside you, Sam. And she's like, shut up, Dad. Be who you are. Shut up, Dad. <laughs> Maybe. And Tara, like, looks at her having this, like, conversation with her CGI dad. What are you dad. doing? She's like, what are you doing? Just, I don't... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then, uh, a little bit later, um, Gail is in her apartment. And this is the first time in the whole franchise that Gail has gotten a call from Ghostface. Yeah, Gail, Gail gets a call from Ghostface. So her previous... The time that it would have happened before Randy intercepts it and he dies. So, yeah. Um, this is this is Gail's moment. Gail has a beautiful boyfriend who dies just very fast. Instantly. Um and she also And Gail is like a roller coaster of intelligence in this scene where it's just like, Oh, so smart. Oh, so stupid. Yeah. Oh, so smart. Oh, so stupid. So she uses a trick that she used in a previous screen movie where she calls the number back. Yep. Um, to figure out where the cell phone that is calling her is she also she also had a one-on-one fight with ghostface in scream 2 yes so that's you know that's this is that i say that like i've seen it um (laughs) but this ghostface does fucking get her he gets her he gets her um but doesn't kill kill her just mostly she kind of passes out but her pulse is weak her pulse is weak, so she's still alive. She's still alive, and I think it's more of a, a Harrison Ford frozen in car- carbonite kind of Star Wars. Thing. They could let her go, or they could bring her back if they if they if, if she they, wants to. Yeah, and if they can afford it. And yeah, all that shit. Um, yeah, Tara and Sam while they're tracking, they think they they have a thing with Kirby where they're trying to track. This is why this is difficult because, like I said it's before, it's so dense. It's so it's dense. so dense. It, I apologize for the plot for. The, the, the point by point plot breakdown, but like it's really hard to talk about this movie without talking about this whole movie. Like, well, and also, you haven't watched all of the Scream franchise, so it's not like we get deep dive into like little things. Yeah. You, don't, you haven't even seen Scream 2, which is this, this I sh- movie. I, sh- I feel like I now I feel like I should have watched Scream 2. I mean, you do, lo- you do love Timothy Oliphant, so my Timmy boy, your Timmy boy. We'll that. watch it later. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, they have a whole scene with Kirby in an FBI van and tracking calls and like they. And it's it's I think really all the point of so many of these setups is to provide alibis for both detective douchebag and uh, little whiny roommate. So oh right, so Chad's, Chad's roommate Chad's Ethan. roommate Ethan is this kind of like whiny little bitch boy. Who is constantly like, hey, why are you looking at me like that? What are we doing? Am I part of the friend group? Am I going to die? Like, and it's just like. You're the killer. You're the killer. Shut up, bro. Um, Shut up. 
<laughs> he and, does get uh, visibly irritated when Mindy is giving her speech like 20 scenes before and she's giving the rules and she talks about how shitty and film nerdy the, that Richie yeah. was. He gets a little like... You mm. watch him react to it and it's like, oh, you. And you could... The argument could be made in watching it in real time that your brain would go, oh, he's a film nerd. That's why he's getting offended. Right. But no, he's offended because... It's his... His brother. Brother. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they basically, after all this, they agreed to That was to another be... thing that happened. Devin totally called that too, where it, it gets referenced a couple times where Quinn talks about her dead brother dying in a car accident. And the detectives talks about how he uh, he's now lost two kids when Quinn dies. And Devin's like, see... Richie's there. Well, Richie, that's because Richie's the kid. Not to spoil Scream Two for you, but the killers in Scream Two are a film nerd who wants to get caught, Mickey Altieri, and Mrs. Loomis, Billy's mom, okay. who is trying to get revenge oh, on Sydney for killing, Billy. for killing Billy. There you go. So I knew I didn't know no, but I knew. Look at them tying it all back together. It's Everything is a cycle. Um, so time is a flat circle. Time is a flat circle. So they they decide that the last showdown is going to happen at this shrine. Uh huh. Um, and Kirby Kirby turns it into a kill room. Think or turns the what she thinks the sort of airlock to the place. The it's like an elevator cage type deal. She turns that into what should be a kill room. But before they get there, they have oh, a subway yeah, they have that, chase. The subway chase. Ah, this movie's so dense. So some fun things about the subway um, is, first of all, it's a reference to Jason Takes Manhattan, but also on the subway because it's Halloween. There's Here's the people that I remember seeing on the train. Oh, my with God. Them. And <clears throat> granted, it's like. It's like the opposite of a Where's Waldo, where there's 87 million ghost face masks, mm-hmm. and then what Devin is about to list off. <laughs> so there's a Pinhead. Uh-huh. There's a Michael Myers. Uh-huh. There's Peach Fuzz from Creep, if any of y'all know that. It's a fantastic movie. Do I know that? You. It's the... What's his... What's his... The... Um, the... Uh, not the boys. The... Um, Ron, the, the no, league. not Ron. Le- yes, the league, the guy yeah. from the league. Yeah, who he has, he's got he hires that uh, filmographer. Oh yeah, and he puts on that wolf mask. Yeah, that that character's name is Peach Fuzz. So that, yes, that holy that guy shit, was there. that is. The, I I remember because I thought it was just a werewolf costume, but you're right. It's Peach Fuzz. It's Peach Fuzz. Mark Duplass. Mark Duplass. That's I was like Ron Livingston. Ron Livingston. Ron, Ron Livingston. Livingston's doppelganger. Mark Duplass. Mark Duplass. Um, there was a Pennywise. <laughs> There's a girl from the ring. There's the Shining Twins. There's also the protagonist from Ready or Not, which okay. is funny because the bride, yeah, with the with the bandolier, yeah, yeah, chest yeah, yeah. And stuff like that. There's also a Mojo Jojo from the Powerpuff Girls, and why is that important? Why is that important? Because Roger Jackson, who does the voice for Mojo Jojo, also does the voice for Ghostface. Oh shit! <laughs> and he has been in he. And Courtney Cox are the only two people that have been in every, every single, single movie. movie. So that's the only people that I, I remember seeing. I'm sure there's tons more. Yeah, there's probably plenty of Easter eggs throughout. But I've only seen the movie the once. So, so when they're trying to get to the subway, New York subway, jam-packed on Halloween, uh, Mindy and Ethan get separated from the rest of the group and have to take a later train. Uh, 
so the the main group mm-hmm. gets to the 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 museum just fine um and it's this whole thing on the subway where like the they're traveling through the tunnels and they travel through these not lit areas so everything goes dark temporarily and then comes back gets light again so they get to play with that sort of strobing effect a little bit and mindy gets stabbed yeah she and ethan helps her ethan helps her ethan she is like (laughs) mindy is immediately like your ghost face fuck off yeah, even after she's been stabbed and Ethan is coming to help her, she's like, Mm-mm. she still is like, oh, I got it wrong again. But she still is like not up to that point. He is Ghostface in her brain. Yeah. Period. Period. And she's like, don't fucking stand close to me. Get uh, get away from me. Yeah. And then another Ghostface does a really slow. I liked this approach where there's just full of fucking people. Yeah. But it's New York, so nobody is fucking... Nobody's paying attention there's to anything. There's a girl asleep while she's right dying. Right next to her. Like, if the girl just woke up and opened her eyes, she would see a murder happening right in front of her. It's kind of like, also, in the in the cold open of Scream 2, there's a stabbing in the theater. In the theater. movie theater. Um, and everybody's kind of like... Again, I say this like I've seen it. I just know But you have seen now. Scary Movie. I have. I have. What's the Shakespeare love? That's, I don't mean to be insensitive. That's just a, that's one of my favorite things. Get out of my face. Out of my face. <laughs> Got you. Got you. Got you on candy camera. You on candy camera now. I love Scary Movie more than, I think more than anything in Scream. Yeah, that's um, fair. But we're talking about Scream 6. <laughs> so basically, Mindy gets stabbed, taken, she goes, she goes to the hospital. Yeah. And they're in... The theater death trap saw trap thing. thing. And Detective Douchebag calls Sam and is like, hey, Kirby's not a part of the FBI anymore. They let they her go. Her for me- being mentally unstable. And she's like, oh my God, Kirby's a killer. Kirby's a killer. Kirby's a killer. And then Ghostface is everywhere. Right yeah. before, like right at, right, right at the point when Tara and Chad are about to have their first little, little kissy kiss. Well, they kiss. have a kissy kiss. But I mean, like, it's like, one kissy kiss. Yeah, and they're going in for round two, and Tara gets stabbed again. Fully in the back. Just stabbed. And Chad and holds And then Chad the goes like fucking born identity. <laughs> he like, gets activated. He's... Yeah, just like starts <laughs> dropping <laughs> ghost, face, ghost face killers. It just like pow, 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 pow. And then they they get him. They get him, and they stab him a lot. They stab him a lot. And he's like... Girl. While actively they're holding me stabbed. They're holding me. Get out. Yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna make it. Just get out. Go. Um and then they they Tara and Sam try to escape. And then Kirby shows up. Kirby shows up and she's bloody and they're like, You're the killer and she's like, Literally no. Literally no. They and just then she, and then she gets stabbed. Then she she gets Hot? No, she goes to shoot detective guy. Oh no, he shoots her. He shoots her, and then everybody's like, "Huh?" And then the the other two little ghost faces, like like oh, velociraptors. The other two raptors you didn't even know, cool from yep. the side. Yep. Um. Yep. They they 100%. flank him, and then they unmask and surprise. It's it's, it's Quinn, and, Quinn Ethan. and Ethan, his children. Yep. Um. Richie's family. Richie's family. Um. We get to see Richie's shitty. Yeah, Richie, amateur ghost face movies. Richie remakes the stab movies 
and they're projecting them over the screen. Also, Sam has a moment with her ghost dad yeah. where he's like, hey, you, you gonna you gonna step up? And she's like, actually, yes, thank you. And he like she takes his knife and he's like, good choice. And I'm like, get it's out my, of it's here. It's what I would have chosen. Get out of here. You fucking weirdo. You yeah. fucking weirdo. Also, Sam has this tendency to hold weapons like she's never held them before in her life until it's really time to use them. And then she is expert yeah <laughs> like, she is also Jason the way Bourne. that she's holding that gun the first time and then like when it's finally time to shoot someone it's like and just like full-on straight arm good form <laughs> i don't even know she's what's like happening. walking around with this knife held out in front of her like she's never held a knife in her entire life but then when it comes to fighting people she's just like wrecking shop <laughs> it's so good it's a it's a defense mechanism she, yeah she is pretending activated activated she's activated <laughs> everybody in scream six is jason Bourne. um yeah. yeah there's a whole there's chasing there's stabbing ever stab chase stab stab chase stab yeah. um really great moment where jenna ortega is like you have to let me go and she drops jenna ortega onto another knife she takes she has the she has billy's knife in her in her belt loop and quinn is walking at towards them, them and ethan, ethan is, is below like them. swiping at jenna ortega's feet tara's feet yeah and, and like there's like their hands are bloody and like Jenna Ortega is like hanging off the edge of the proscenium and T Sam's mezzanine. holding on to mezzanine and Sam's holding on to her. But there's she's clearly slipping and you're not going to be able to pull her up. Mm -hmm. So she hands her her knife from her belt loop and drops her and she falls onto Ethan's knife. Yeah. And then stabs him in the throat. Yeah. She stabs him like right through the mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Through the mouth and then twists and twists. <laughs> And then Tara sh and then Sam shoots Quinn in the head. Mm -hmm. And then like rage charges. Well, she says some shit to detective. It's cold. It's like I guess you have another dead kid or some shit. Yeah, like that. It's, like, it's it's pretty gnarly. Um, and he's like ah, and she's like ah, and goes. And then they run and tackle each other, fall off the mezzanine. Mm -hmm. Everybody falls off the mezzanine. Uh, and then they have a really great execution of cop guy. Detective douchebag. Yeah, she has a moment where she's like, "I'm not my father. I didn't. I didn't kill those people. Um, I'm not gonna kill you. I'm not my dad." And he's like, "Oh, thank you." And she's like, "But you did fuck with our family. But you did fuck with our family." Step 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 step. step, 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 step. <laughs> and I'll say this: it is consistent for Sam's characterization that once she starts stabbing, she don't stop. No, dude, it's a lot of she, stabs. She do she do a lot of stabs. A lot of stabs. Um, and then <sighs> she takes her dad's mask with the but it, then she drops it outside she drops it it's, oh and everybody lives everybody lives chad lives chad Mindy somehow lives. survived gail Mindy survived gail somehow survived like tara's just fine Tara, tara's been running around this whole time with like f at least four stab wounds just whatever and she's still good she's still good sam's fine sam didn't even get really stab stab no um so core four just fine cute boyfriend just fine oh he shows up at the end this is his only function is to bring the police to the theater he brought the cavalry he yeah he's like because he keeps going don't trust anybody yeah don't don't even trust me and yeah. she's like okay i don't trust you and he's like that's perfectly reasonable i understand that i also wouldn't trust me yeah I'm, i got you though and then shows up at the end like see i told you good job not trusting me but you can but it's okay here's if you the don't police. here's the police yeah. I know that you're not really going to help in this situation since everybody's fucking uh, dead, but 
They're here. I brought them. Kirby's fine. Kirby's fine. Yep. And Kirby's been shot and stabbed and apparently had the shit beaten out of her. But she's okay. She got stabbed again in the same place as she did in Screen Yeah, Ethan stabbed her in the exact same spot. Brutal. Redonkulous. Brutal. And and then they just walk and then end of movie. End of movie. There's a post-credits scene. Sort of. I mean post-credits where it's mindy just saying not everything needs a post-credit scene it's stupid it's yeah. not necessary so yeah um you know also we also this is a little thing that doesn't matter to anybody but previously up until this point we didn't know billy's mom's name we only know mrs loomis mm. and the uh fake name that she uses in scream 2 is debbie salt but we learned that her first name is nancy so nancy, nancy loomis. loomis um that's yeah, it, it, I had a I had a damn good time. Did you have a damn good time? I had a damn good time. The I, again, I feel like they've reached a point where they are able to successfully do the things that they're trying to do in these movies visually. Sure. Like, I yeah, I'm, I'm gonna leave it at that. Okay. Yeah. I don't really like these. <laughs> I I I don't. I I cuz we talked about it. I called it all. You did. And I, I That was half the fun of it for me. It was just like you called it all and then I was like, "Ooh, I can't wait to see what what you're right about." I I wanted to be wrong about all of it. Every single thing. Yeah. But I wasn't. No, you you were 100% correct. I was 100% correct. It was kind of baffling to me. Um I don't like being correct all the time. Yes, you do. Get out of my we, house. We talked about it. You, you should just like become a film, an adjunct film professor of yeah. horror. Like, do it. You... I, I am doing it. It's here on Spooky it's... Saturday. Hello, class. <laughs> Welcome to Spooky Saturday. Welcome to Spooky Saturday. <laughs> I have another little voice clip. Oh, I don't yeah. know if it's going to play well. Let's do it. What's your favorite scary movie, Scott Q? <gasps> wow. Attacked. Attacked. You What's your... threw my name in there. I did. I don't know. Or is this, are you asking about The Devil's Advocate? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Stop bringing up The Devil's fucking I Advocate. thought you were trying. Of all the scary movies in all the world, what's your favorite? It can change. Right now. I apologize for the radio silence. I got put on the spot, and I don't know. Is it Alien? No. Is it Midsummer? It might be. It's not Hereditary. It's not Hereditary. It might be Midsummer. I, I really love Midsummer. I really love Suspiria. The new Suspiria. The new the Suspiria remake. Mm-hmm. Um, not this though. No, I mean it's it, this is fun. It was fun. Audience was laughing the whole time. I just wish it were a little less dense, which I feel like is a ridiculous thing for me to say, but it's just, it felt like every minute of its runtime. Yes. Yes. They packed so much Mm -hmm. into it. But again, like, I feel like a kid in a candy store because, like, all of it, like, for you, this is the sixth installment Mm -hmm. and, like... 
yada 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 like for me like i don't not only okay so for those of you listening um i not only is horror a relatively new thing for me to be exploring but particularly slashers i have never enjoyed that's fair slasher films have just never been my cup of tea i think they're dumb I'm the kind of person who would put my back to a wall facing the door, wait for whatever thing with a knife is coming in and figure out how to incapacitate it and working and, and, you know, work intelligently with my surroundings and resources, which is just something that people in slasher movies, the whole point is that they don't do that. And so I just find them frustrating, but when I can get past that and it's a situation like this where I'm going to see it with you and it's your thing, it's, it's very, I had fun. Like it's very entertaining. I also can sit there and go, Gail, don't go pick up that knife. Gail. Don't go pick up that knife. Your gun is, is, is away from the body. Gail. Go get your gun. Why do people still have house phones? Oh my God. That TikTok. I <laughs> saw <laughs> so TikTok for guys. This girl was like, I want a phone, but like for the, like a cell phone, but like for the family to use that just stays in the, in house. the house. She's talking about a house phone. She's talking about a house phone. I'm um, so old. <laughs> do you have any predictions of where you think Scream 7 is going to go? Uh, based on everything that we've talked about, mm-hmm. I think it obviously it depends on whether or not they're willing to pay Nev Campbell, but something tells me they might be. Maybe. Um, in which case... I think that if they can get Nev Campbell to come back, it might be interesting for Sam to become, to fulfill her Billy Loomis-ness. But again, I don't know what happened in Scream 3, so. Scream 3, do you like a quick little rundown? Yeah, sure. Scream 3 is about how they're, they're in, it's set in Hollywood. They're making a movie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Stab three. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all orchestrated through this. I think it's called Sunrise Studios. Mm-hmm. And the killer in Scream 3 is Roman, who is Nev Campbell's, Sidney Prescott's half-brother, who was abandoned by her mother, who orchestrated every other Scream killing. So this is her brother was like, you, you got picked. I didn't. Um, so I hired Billy to kill your mom. Billy then wanted revenge on you. So he killed this person. I got cotton locked up. Then I went after, I radicalized Mickey oh, Altieri. So he's the mastermind. He's the mastermind. So we, but so also there's three is going to have a mastermind. So there's also corporate Hollywood movie uh, malfeasance that you discover in Scream 3 that Sunrise uh, Studios was also like not unlike Miramax and every other kind of thing is they were not so great to their actresses and uh, um, that's a whole like cover up type of thing but they're making a Scream movie or Stab movie in this Scream movie so they run into Sydney runs into her old house, runs into like there's a set of her house. Gotcha. There's actors that are so playing. So here you Galen. go. Here's my prediction okay. for Scream Three. Then Stu Scream Mocker, eight, six, S- seven. Scream yeah, Scream Seven. <laughs> Stu Mocker 
is going to be the mastermind. Okay. He's going to be the the guy that's been like doing all of the things to Sam and Tara. I like it. Yeah. There's also because they're Billy's descendants. I here's, don't know. Here's uh, <laughs> or, well, or Tara's like the not. opposite. Maybe he's like protecting Sam. Maybe. Somehow I don't know. they'll like weave that in there. Like I've been keeping an eye on you, Sam. Right. Because I want you to be killing with me. So there was a proposed Scream Five before Scream Five got made, um, where the events of Scream Four is that Jill. Um, who was the killer, one of the killers, the main killer in Scream 4, gets away with it and goes to college and another ghost face comes after her. So it's ghost face versus ghost face. So she's still a fucking killer. Oh. So that might also might be also applicable. be a thing. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. Would you recommend this movie to our audience? Yes. Do you have any other thoughts about this movie before we wrap this up? No. I hate you. <laughs> fine we've talked enough that's scream six everybody we are back next week um with not no yes with more kitwaku more kitwaku next week we are and then and then birthday my birthday 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 Birthday. where we we're gonna talk about that movie that we played a clip from earlier in the episode where you talk about it's fucking sunday it's fucking sunday (laughs) be at work in four fucking hours because every other fucking my fucking department is fucking ill now can you see why i'm so fucking angry <laughs> fuck yeah fuck um, yeah <laughs> why did they bite you i don't know i didn't stop to ask them um yeah so get ready for that treat um go on and see scream six and if you liked it uh let us know listen to this episode share this with your friends follow us on instagram at spookiest saturday follow us on spiadia um and you know whatever else you want to fucking do it's sunday have a day of rest i don't know i'm sorry this is happy spring forward (laughs) what time is it anyway um i love you saturday and sunday i guess are my favorite days of the week i i do so enjoy sharing this time with you all this is a struggle how do i do I, i've never gotten the outro right so stay it. safe yeah stay hydrated uh-huh. and as always stay spooky everybody we'll see you next weekend Bye.